episode of the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour is brought to you by Patreon, Page F. Page F, thank you. Page F. Hi, Macy. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? How was your week? Uh, it was good. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> it's a bit ahead of hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was good. It got weird. Yeah. The spooky zone maybe opened us up to some stuff. Yeah. In the combination with uh, it being just the thinnest veil that you can possibly imagine. That you can imagine. possibly have. So nothing like this has ever happened to me before. And I'm really not sure how to feel about it. Mm. Uh, I, it's a little um, jarring to your reality to know that uh, things can just do this. Yeah. And and while I believe in spirits, it's a different kind of belief when you become actually like in contact with one. Right. Because, you know, it's like all day long, you're like, yeah, I believe in them. But then sometimes you see that actual thing that happens to you and you're like, oh, shit, they're real. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. You're like, I knew they were real, but, but I didn't like, know it was. confirmation. Yeah. And, at least to me. And so anyway, I uh, it was Halloween night. It came the most hellacious storm. Mm -hmm. It was unreal. I mean, just a, which is another thing that made me think, you know, it was, I mean, it was a severe storm. It was a cold front came through yeah. and it was vicious. It had been a normal night. I mean, actually a very low key night, honestly. It right. was kind of, but. Well, y'all don't get trick-or-treaters out here. No, we're way out in the middle of nowhere. And so, uh, yeah, and it was time for bed. It was like, I don't know, 11, 1030, something like that. And I, I'm starting to go to sleep. And I'm just overcome, and this is so weird to explain without making it sound like I'm actually feeling this way, but I'm not. I was just overcome with this, the, just the deepest feeling of just abandonment and sorrow and just like scorn almost, mm. just like absolutely felt like nothing. And it came out of nowhere. I mean, and it was so intense, like, I mean, almost to a, a point of rage. Mm. It, it, I, I don't know. I took it out on Hunter because it's that's what the energy told me to do. It was just like right. you're this, you're just abandoned, and you just no one cares about you. And and I just had this full on, out of the blue, hysterical emotional breakdown. And that's not like you. No, no, it's you're, you're not. not. You're not volatilely emotional. No, and nothing had happened. Things are great, and it's just like out of nowhere. It was just like absolutely. Like I had switched lives and it kind of died down and it was only for about five minutes. And I just like felt this, whatever it was, like almost just like from my feet to my head, just get pulled out of my mm. body. And then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm -hmm. And I, I like had clarity for a second and like I kind of sat there and I was sitting on the bed like. Hunter was almost falling asleep at this point. Like it had died and I had like, and he was just like, okay, like I'm so, okay, I'm sorry. And like, I just remember, I was just like, I don't know what just happened. I, mm -hmm. and I remember thinking, why did I do that? Why did I just, I don't feel that way. And, and I thought for a second, I said, something's, something's fucking with me right now. And I thought like something just took me over. And mm -hmm. like the moment I thought that back in it yeah and i woke him back up and i just started again and i just like and i couldn't control it whatever happened to this woman that took me over last night was bad yeah so i this morning woke up very confused and the more i've thought about it all day the more troubling it's gotten mm. 
you know, I don't think that she was malicious. I, I don't think that at all. It's just the realization that no matter how much I bless the house and no matter how much I sage and my intention that I put in on certain days mm-hmm. and when the time is right. And I told this to Lyra and she made a good point and she was like, well, right before you go to sleep, you know, your guard's kind of down. You're kind yeah. of in between those two worlds mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. And you're just susceptible. And we've been talking about this yeah. lately, you know. So, yeah, it's been very weird. That mm-hmm. is weird. Plus, this, the storm. The storm. I think that I think it was a, like a like a, just this catalyst, and you know, of events that was everything happening. overlapped to make yeah. the, like the perfect storm. Yeah. Yes. As it were. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, uh, this is new for me. I- I'd love to know if anybody listening has ever been, it was almost like a medium. Yeah. Like, but I didn't ask for it, yeah. you know, like I didn't want it. Yeah. I've wow. never done it. And so I don't really know what to make of it. I, maybe just someone needed, had some things to say. To say. That's, and that's my theory. I was telling I Macy so. earlier. I think that, um, you know, why it's a very scary experience. Yeah. I told her, I said, I think you probably helped somebody move on last I night. hope so. Because I, how she felt was horrible. So, um, yeah, that's my first... Uh, and it's so sad. It is sad. It's so sad because um, anger is not really an emotion. Anger is a reaction yeah. to an emotion. That's I've always heard people say anger is a secondary emotion. Anger is a secondary emotion. Yeah. And what's usually underneath anger, more often than not, is sadness. Yeah. Now, I know that that couldn't have been great for Hunter. Yeah, but <laughs> and, I bet she felt but incredible. I bet she's... Um, she's where she needs to be now, probably. I hope so. Yeah. I really do. Um, and Hunter <laughs> played his part in that. And I, I would love to know if anyone else has ever had this happen. Well, we know at least one person has. Oh, yeah, has. we know. At least it has <laughs> From happened. our last episode. Um, but I guess the time was right. And like you said, there was a whole bunch of shit going on that really made it just... It's a good little soup. It's possession soup. It's possession soup. Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, yeah. How was your week? I can't follow that story with anything. <laughs> um, but I made, like, an elaborate dinner for, you oh. know. I got to make, like, my traditional sour. little sour and feast yes, and breads. Um, and... Some colcannon, which is, like, this almost, like, mashed potatoes with cabbage and, like, onions and shit. And it's this old Irish thing. And that I made great. It was great. I made my little offering. And I just, I did everything I wanted to do. But yeah, no, it was it was absolutely great, and we had a great time, and uh, we watched the movie Terrifier on Netflix. Is it a shitty horror movie? Oh boy, I love shitty Netflix horror oh boy. movies. Here's the thing: it was a really shitty horror movie with one of the best villains oh, that really? I have come across in a long time. Oh, for this glowing endorsement. <laughs> That's excellent. Uh, I do have to say though that we uh we had a listener that made my week exponentially better. Oh my. God, we're going to talk about this for a while. Yeah, right buckle now. up, everyone. Okay, <laughs> so um, we uh, we have a listener, and if you're in the if you're in the Coven Facebook group, which I highly recommend you join because yes. it is so much fun. It is so much fun to see you like people posting and talking. And oh like, my gosh! So if anybody is on the uh, Facebook, there's a our, she's a, in our group. Her name is Kim. She's excellent. She said that she, she's very well aware and in agreement of my hatred for winter. Um, it's rightfully so. And (laughs) so I'm going to put a picture up, but she made me this ring that is absolutely 
absurdly good. It's great. It's, it's beautiful. It's you to a T. It's me. It's my like winter talisman to get me through. Mm-hmm. And uh, so on it is this beautiful, and it's carved with buffalo bone. It's to me, it's like goddess face yeah. almost, but it's this very serene face with kind of closed eyes mm-hmm. and just like this very meditative face. And then above it, pointing the other direction, is this beautiful green, like mint marbly green stone. It's called Verisite, which mm-hmm. I'm actually not familiar with it. I'm going to look up, look it up. But then she, it doesn't stop. It, there's more. Underneath the stones, like with a, like with a file by hand, she carved a pomegranate under the Verisite. For like a very bright, lush, you know, and then a flower under the other one. And the band is covered in flowers and it's just the most beautiful thing. And I really, I feel like I put it on and I feel strong. I feel like I'm going to make it through winter. Like I can do this. So she sent for both Charlie and me, uh, these two beautiful, like copper death's head moth necklaces, which I love death's head moths. Yes. She sent us a very interesting box. Um, Very witchy box. Very witchy, which can I just point out real here? Macy opened this at work. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) I opened this at my job because I was like, it's it's like, I I was very excited. The fact that someone who listens to us could Mm. do something so nice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so I actually, I opened it at work. They were watching me open it. You know, I pulled out this beautiful ring and I pulled out the necklaces and I opened a box and it has a full bird wing in it. And at first I could just see one bird wing and I was like, it's a, it kind of shocked me because I didn't expect, I was like, it's a bird wing. And I looked at it and it it is, it's this beautiful arced bird wing. And um, I found another one underneath it was in tissue paper. So there's two bird wings and there's one for you and me. And she included this lovely letter and like she mentioned in it, she was like, the quail wings are from my flock of quail. She said, who live very happy lives until like the day they don't pretty much like (laughs) until they die naturally, you know, Um, which was a very cute and a very poetic and thoughtful way to say, I didn't murder this bird. Yeah. And and after that, she said, you know, I don't like to waste anything. You know, she said, I, and she said something very interesting. She said, they make a very good smudge wand and Like, I, and I want to kind of mount it on something. And she was like, they make great smudge fans. But I, I appreciate that. You know, the animal, it had a great life. And then it gets to, its body just didn't get wasted. Um, so I thought that was really great. Um, sent us these great little runic talisman necklaces with like algaes and Fehu. Which is and, just the one that speaks to my my body yeah, well, and my and, soul. Uh, yes. And I love Fehu. I love that one. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was just like, that's so good. It was just, it was such a lovely care package. Yeah. And that's kind of what it feels like. Like yeah. from one witch to another here, let me give you some ritualistic stuff. Mm-hmm. Let me give you some beautiful things. Yeah. Like just do care package. Let me help like, you get through this time that I know that you're not enjoying yes. and you're not at your peak. And yeah. it just, I mean, man. Kim, thank you. Yes. And I also want to say she did, you know, she wanted, she asked for no recognition. In this. Yeah, she did. And it was like, you're too good for this. There's, we have to. We, we want to recognize her. So, um, and, and the reason that her work is so beautiful, she actually has a store for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has an Etsy shop and it's, uh, and we've talked about her before. Yeah. It's at Clever Kim's Curios. Yes. And that's her Etsy shop. It's Clever Kim's Curios. And um, it's also her Instagram as well, at Clever, uh, Clever Kim's Curios. Curios. And we'll, we'll post and we'll link and we'll do all yeah, that stuff. She, but. um. She's great. I mean, she does beautiful work. And like the the attention to detail is honestly amazing. And it's like, it's that special attention to detail you get from people who are doing what they love to do. Yeah. 
what what are we talking about, Mace, this week? Okay, so I'm all right. I feel like we've been real heavy lately. So I wanted to kind of go back to the basics. Yeah, okay. Go amateur level. Oh yeah. True to our name on brand. Yes, baby. Uh, and I'm talking about Palo Santo today. Nice. One of my favorite fucking I love things. It. I love it. I love it. And uh, I'm actually like I tend to do and like I like to do. I'm delving into some science behind it. I hope you do. Kind of helps prove a little bit you know, how it works yeah, uh, and why it makes us feel the way it does. So I'm going to be talking about citrine today. I like it. Yes. Uh, one of my absolute favorites, a little ball of light. It is. It is a little sunspot. A little sunspot. Um, if my husband were a rock. Oh my God. He would totally he be would citrine. He would be a citrine. That's beautiful. Okay. So the scientific name is, uh, and I'm going to say it wrong because scientific names are complicated to me. <laughs> they just are. It's just Palo Santo. Yeah, Yay. It's, uh, they're always very Latin-y and I don't, I can't Latin. Macy, I can't Latin. I can't Latin. <laughs> its scientific name is Bursera graviolens. Gravioli? I know. I like it. And it grows in certain areas in South, like South America. Mm. Yeah. Its name translated is like, wood of the saints or holy wood or sacred wood Ah. yeah and it's a close cousin to frankincense and myrrh really and even copal oh shit yeah so here's here's where it gets interesting here's where i could talk about this all day and i love it you guys can't see this at home but macy has her hands up and she's like squeezing at the air i'm doing little like (laughs) almost jazz hand fingers so excited you're like digging into it um Sorry. So it's really rich in terpenes of limonene and a terpineol. They're in the air. They're like these inhaled, like aromatic compounds. Okay. And they're produced by certain plants and certain okay. things like that. So these are like the actual, like the little particles that are olfactory, like snatches up. Yeah. And they, okay. each, there's different kinds and they affect our bodies in different ways, yeah. but they're really powerful to us. Mm-hmm. And so the the limonene and uh, a terpineol are what give this uplifting feeling, you know, that it limonene? does. Limonene? Limonene. Yeah. And it smells re- like a lime. And limonene is found in citrus type thing. It's also found in pine, which Damn. also has that kind of tart scent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it is. Its name kind of gives it away. It's also found very heavily in medical, medical cannabis, mm. which smells kind of sour sometimes that's like kind of yeah. limey you know i wouldn't know <laughs> um so there are these organic aromatic compounds and uh they each have these different properties when inhaled different ways that they affect us but it's terpenes that are found in essential oils and they're what give us the effects of essential oils that's why fragrance okay. oils fragrance oils don't are not work the same. the same so it is literally the molecules that do enter our olfactory yeah. and causes the change yeah. of the brain chemistry i get it that's what i mean like you knew what they were it's just like yeah i didn't know that's was the the term was yeah. and they have been able to synthesize some of these mm-hmm. but some of them not mm-hmm. limonene uh so things that it's been really proven to do tremendously so is it clears away stress, lowers mm. cortisol levels, mm. um, kind of lowers that stress hormone or gets it more in check, and anxiety. It's tremendously good for levelizing or le- like leveling out anxiety. In current clinical studies, limonene is actually being tested against a, a key player in fighting cancer cells, particularly breast cancer. Really? As well. Holy shit. But here's what's so interesting about this. And like, this is where I'm going to go on my tirade, tirade about like the, the wilderness, because terpenes are found in the air in forests in woods 
And they are so important to us. And if you notice a lot of the things that these little compounds that you breathe in control, anxiety, stress, things that are skyrocketing more and more and more when people are moving further and further away from trees. And here's another thing that's really interesting. So if you go into a forest, the the levels of terpenes are at their like highest between three feet and about six feet off the ground. What's about three feet or six feet? Huh. A person. Huh. And so it's like that's uh, your nose in particular, yeah. you know? And so it's like that's right where. But like all stages. Yeah. Basically, much. once you can toddle almost. Once you can walk, you yeah. can breathe these in. And so, and then that raises an interesting point too, because that's almost like who made that happen? Right. You know, like that's too perfect. Nature like, gives us gifts that we don't deserve anymore. and we don't appreciate. Yeah. And uh, so that's, I'm really big on that. And certain countries, uh, I believe South Korea being one of them, they've actually started, uh, started doing like forest bathing and like, it's part of your like almost work benefits. Like you can, you, you like take off a few days mm-hmm. and, but like with, what they've noticed with it, just breathing in these terpenes, I mean, People will spend a, a, a day or two in the woods and their cortisol levels will be slashed. Yeah. And like blood pressure, it has tremendous effects on because we're made to be breathing these. They're yeah. so important to us. I feel like they're almost as important as oxygen mm-hmm. and we're just not getting them. And um, so, I mean, and it doesn't take much. Like it really doesn't. Like, I mean, a day or a few hours mm-hmm. in a park or find a wooded area, find a nature reserve, find something, spend a week in there every couple months and just breathe yeah like make it a science experiment track yeah. track how you feel yeah once you start doing these things yeah see if you feel any better you know and if you don't then you can throw your hands up and quit but i i believe it absolutely does because i'm a naturally oh, yeah. highly stressed person i am like wound up like a spring yeah. and after moving to this very wooded i mean this property has turned me into like the dude from the big lebowski yeah it really has like I, i'm serious when i joke that you're turning into the earth I am. I'm just... And I'm watching it happen. Seeping into the planet. Well, because you also grew up here. Yeah. And there was a shift when you moved away for school and everything else. There was a shift and and just very, like, it kind of came on with the stress, you know, and then now you're coming back. It's a very literal and a figurative return home, I think, for you. It is. Yeah. I feel like my roots were ripped out and so Mm -hmm. I was, like, dying and now they're back and it's like, I can just kind of, like, dude out again. (laughs) I, I think everyone should do it. I think everybody should go uh, take a couple hours in nature, leave the phone in the car, and just yeah. absolutely look around and realize how special it is. Mm-hmm. Take in these healthy little compounds that we're supposed to breathe that make us not fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And enjoy it. Civilizations all over the world have gravitated to these certain scents. And it's so interesting because it's like they don't know. They didn't know what terpenes were at the time. Right, yeah. But they knew they made them feel a certain way and they knew that they had a certain power. And it, I love it when the actual clinically proven effects match the uses that our ancestors and shamans <laughs> and things like that used them for hundreds of years ago. It's, it's almost like they knew what they were talking right? about. Right. It's almost like the earth liked them then and they appreciated nature and the earth told them. It's like the cosmic serpent. Like how they were like, oh, the forest told us. Like the trees told us. That's how we know all of this. We listen. So, okay. So Palo Santo has been used for centuries uh, and it can be traced back to the Incan Empire. Hmm. Yeah, which I love like Mayan, Incan, Aztec type stuff I always have. It's so fascinating to me. Um, And it's really, it has a place in native ritualistic medicine shamanistic practices 
Um, and as well as for many of us know, it's, it's properties for purifying and cleansing an area or an object or a person of negativity. Yeah. It's the, uh, it's kind of like, and I read in an article and I liked how this was worded. It's the South American brother to North American sage. Oh, okay. um, you know, it has many yeah. of the same properties, uh, the same cleansing abilities, that same, you know, but I, I feel like it's almost a little bit like sweet grass more in the way that it kind of gives something yeah. to, cause I do feel like sage almost is like, it sterilizes. Yeah. And I, and I've been wary about using too much sage. Yeah, I have too. Wait. So this is something that really warmed my heart mm-hmm. and it's the polar opposite of sandalwood. So the Peruvian government highly, highly regulates the collection of Palo Santo. Huh. It's a spiritual thing for them. They take it very seriously. It's not a joke. So cool. And um, making it to the point to where no live trees can ever be, they're never cut. Only fallen trees and branches are harvested. Dude. Um, and uh, they're dried or, you know, kind of cured for three to five years for maximum potency. Holy shit. And uh, that kind of allows the oils to almost like form in these pockets in the wood. Uh. And that's when they really get their effect. Same goes for Ecuador. Uh, the wood is wild harvested by a family that has since planted 30,000 trees nice. um, over the past like 10 years or so. And they also only harvest the fallen trees, fallen branches that have laid dead in the forest for four to 10 years. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's very sustainable and like sustainably cared for. It's uplifting nature. Uh, it's tied to inspiring creativity. So kind of a good, kind of make you feeling creative and mm. lightened or, you know, excited about something, which ties back and that's that limonene and that's, it's creating, it, it's a clarifier. Mm. Um, they did a really interesting study on mice using limonene and like certain mice that they let inhale limonene, like were able to find themselves out of a, a dangerous situation better. How interesting. I know. It, it's very neat. It evokes protection, eases anxiety, and, uh, it's really good for meditation because you kind of just relax and it feels yeah. happy, but it's mm-hmm. also clarifying and you can feel protected. Yes. And, you know, it kind of sharpens your mind to get to where it needs to go and uh, kind of get you on the same same earth frequency. Yeah. Shamanistic beliefs uh, state that there are beneficial spirits that live in the tree. Mm. And um, as the tree, as the limbs fall, they kind of cure into the wood with it. And when it's burned, it releases these beneficial, positive spirits and these things that uh, entities really cool what a nice way to just envision the smoke coming out of your palo santo i know <laughs> oh my and, god and, and speaking of this was something that i didn't know and i'm an amateur and i probably should have oh boy it's a really good way to incorporate all of the elements of the earth particularly if you use an abalone shell because you have your wood is the sea the, <laughs> sh- the wood is the sea the wood is water <laughs> uh so you have the wood as the earth, the shell as the sea, the flame as fire, of mm. course, and the smoke as air. Yeah. And so in doing that and in, in incorporating all of the elements, you're inviting Mother Gaia, the goddess, mm. you know, to, to come talk to you, yeah. to come sit and yeah. invite her in. Oh. Um, yeah, I thought that was really nice. Mm. So, I mean, and that goes for sage. That goes for really anything you yeah. burn in the shell. But I liked that combination of all four elements yeah. together. Um. And it can be a, a diffuser for anxiety or a panic attack. And that limonene, you know, it, it's a very uplifting thing to breathe in. And um, that's good. That's really good to know. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, just light the wood, breathe in and just 
focus on. I do that all the time. Like when I sage particular, and I didn't, you know, when I do Palo Santo, I really breathe it in. Yeah. Breathe it in, breathe deeply, and just think something like, you know, I ask the energies, I ask the spirits of this sacred wood Mm -hmm. to just cleanse away the fear. Mm -hmm. And just kind of think that and just calm down. Kind of focus on making it kind of go away. And it helps me, too, because I do have like a skeptic nature to me. To know that there's actually a scientific reason that it helps. It's not something someone said once a long time ago and now we just kind of take yeah, it as long. Yeah, you know, it, it actually makes a difference. And so I, I definitely plan on incorporating it as it's well. It's also so interesting, especially that last part that to me, sage, yes, you can sage yourself, but mostly I'm doing it as like an environmental, like yeah. the environment that I'm in. But to sit there and kind of breathe it in and to think clear away something that's going on with you inside of you. Yes. Is, is almost like a whole different playing field. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's it really gives nice. it a whole different use. Yeah, man. I think it's so interesting that we both, again, we've picked some topics that go really well together because mm-hmm. uh, I'm talking about citrine and that's also a very citrus based yeah. kind of oh, happy. I didn't even think about that. Yes. And um, so it, it, it's just kind of cool that these two things go together. Yeah. You know, if you're sitting there doing your Palo Santo and you got some citrine, just just hold on to it a little bit. It'll Get a little extra amplify. sunshine. Yeah. Um, so citrine, the reason I picked it is it is the November birthstone. And we are now a couple of days into November. Okay. It is also called Scottish or Spanish topaz. Oh, okay. Which is really interesting because November's like alternate birthstone is topaz. Yeah. So it's one of those things that just kind of goes together. Its element is fire. Its planet is the sun, if you're looking at those kind of things. Uh, and it's also associated with gold and has been for a very long time. And I just say all that to point out that this is a bright, happy, fiery warm little stone it is it's very pleasant and it's just i mean even looking at a good chunk of of citrine makes me happy Mm -hmm. um and i'm very i'm not about like usually warmer things yeah but you love you some citrine i love citrine it is if i had to pick my favorite it would probably be citrine Mm -hmm. um and and i just love everything about it it's um it's a rock star for attraction it oh. is the attraction stone. You're not going to do better than citrine. Interesting. I'm also super lazy, and I love any stone that cleanses itself. Oh, yeah. You know, so you don't have to worry about doing the sage or putting it in a certain spot around other stones. Like, you can, it. it's going to clear itself. Any kind of badness that floats into it. This This stone is such a fucking badass that it, like, kills the negativity on contact. But it doesn't store it and hold it. And then, oh, God, you have to clean it out. Like, yeah. it just kills it. And it's going to clean cleanse your other stones, too. So, like, in my mind, I want a huge chunk of citrine and, like, all my other little stones around it. There. And then it's like I don't ever have to cleanse them again. <laughs> so its name, citrine, comes from uh, the French word for lemon which comes from the Latin word for yellow. So this has been around for a very long time, and it's always just been, like, citrus, happy. Yeah. Yellow. Yellow, um, which which is interesting to me because I would be remiss if I didn't point out that there are two types of citrine out there. There is the natural, and then there is what they call market citrine. And they're both types of amethysts, but the market citrine is what you're usually going to be buying uh, if you don't really kind of dive in and do the research, which just means it's an amethyst that has been heat treated. I don't think that that makes it completely invalid. There are people who think... Is it an amethyst or a quartz that's been heat treated? Because isn't amethyst just quartz that's been heat treated until it turned purple? Well, see, the thing is, it's the whole heat treated thing is tricky. 
because it can be heat treated by us and we'll get a very deep purple amethyst mm. or we'll get a very yellow, almost brown citrine. Yeah. And that's the ones, but the ones you dig up and have been heat treated from the earth. Okay. Those are the kind of lighter ones. That's like the one that I have from, uh, from Kyler Jewelry. Yeah. It's a subtle citrine. Like. Yeah. It's got, it's basically clear around the edges, but it has this dot of mm-hmm. deep yellow in the middle. And and those are kind of signs that it is a natural yeah. citrine. If it does look like it's uh, almost watery. Like, that's what I said. It, it looks just like when you have a glass of iced tea. Yeah. And it's mostly melted and it's mostly like ice water and there's still some ice cubes and it's like a bright ambery mm-hmm. kind of yellow water. Like, it looks like that. Yeah. Um. So that's your natural citrine. And there is... A hot debate about what makes a citrine real. To me, heating from the earth and heating from us, I feel like that's really similar. Um, I just feel like the earth has done it in a pure, slower way. Slower, yeah. Um, so it is said that the natural citrines are a little more powerful, as you could imagine. It's all happiness and light and abundance. Um, it was believed to hold the power of the sun. That's nice. This is the rock star stone for mani- manifestation and attraction. This is the one they call merchant's stone. Sometimes they call it seller's stone. But you'll see it a lot of the times around cash registers. Or you'll see people who, like, sales is their business. They mm-hmm. might have... Like a nice meaty citrine necklace. Interesting. And to me, that's almost like a dead giveaway of like, oh, she's a witch. You know, if you go to a store and they've got like a citrine rock placed yeah. next to you, you're like, I know what you're doing. Um, it's supposed to bring those things to you. It's very effective if you wear it, especially on like a long ne- necklace or like if you had like, a, I don't know, like a citrine belt. Oh my God. Good God. That sounds like a Texas thing through and through. <laughs> but it's it's very beneficial to wear around your trunk. As your solar plexus. Um, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Solar plexus uh, and sacral ch- chakra are yeah. the ones that resonate with this stone. Orange and yellow. Um, so it's also said to be really good for digestive issues or any kind of organ problems through the trunk yeah. of your body. Yeah. It's not necessarily just financial attraction. You can give it the intention of attracting health or manifesting health in your body, and it's great for that. So health and wealth is where this one kind of reigns. It's one of the best stones for boosting your energy. So it's good anytime you're sluggish mentally, physically. Uh, You can meditate with it to lift your spirits and receive creative guidance, which is really interesting. I think it kind of ties in with the Palo Santo Mm -hmm. uh, as, as far as the creative guidance goes. I like to think of this stone as a um, a little energy drink in stone form. It's an energy booster to help kind of get you through physically sluggish times, but it's also going to help lift spirits in kind of kind of dark times. You know, it's if you're feeling down or depressed, it's going to be your little buddy to kind of slug you on the arm and be like, "Cheer up!" You know, mm-hmm. it's going to help get you through those times boost your confidence something that really rang out to me when i was when i was reading about this is if you're having problems in your practice trusting yourself and trusting your instincts a lot of people have written us and said how do you meditate i don't feel like i'm doing it right i just i can never sit down i can never get through a guided meditation and i've tried it i've tried it i've tried it i think a big part of that is not trusting yourself yeah a lot of it too is you're so concerned and i i do it too i totally do it 
with not seeing what you think you're supposed to see or not yeah. getting where you think you're supposed to get fast enough mm-hmm. or and and especially sometimes if we do come to rely on the the guided meditations a lot which are great I'm not knocking them but sometimes they do have names like um talk with your ancestors meditation you know and you think very much that you're supposed to sit down close your eyes and have a conversation with your ancestors it'll just have a very targeted name like yeah. that and it's hard to get that thought out of the back of your head. Like, I'm going to shut out all of the other messages I'm getting because yeah, yeah. I'm not getting that message from my ancestors. What's happening? Yeah. And to me, it's like your guides or the universe or whatever. They're like trying to get in there and they're tr- like, hey, I'm trying to give you these messages, yeah. but you're ignoring it because it's not like the thing you think you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah that's true. Citrine can help with that. If you meditate with one, um, hold it on your hold it on your solar plexus, hold it in your hand, um, and just do a meditation with it. It's gonna help to clear away some of the negative self-talk that you have or some of the the trust issues that you might be experiencing with yourself. It's a cleansing stone through and through. They actually, I thought this was so fascinating. Um, in medieval times, they would put chunks of citrine down the the wells. Because they thought it purified the water, and they would do this to ward off the plague. Oh, honeys, um, <laughs> that's not how that works. I don't think it worked so well, but it's just, it but it's speaks, a nice effort. It's a good effort, but... Um, the water had really nice intent. The water was happy as could be. It was infecting you, but it was as happy <laughs> it as was could probably be. full of the rats that were spreading the plague, but the water was happy. <laughs> it just, to me, it speaks to how long the stone has been around and how long it's been viewed as a cleansing stone. Yeah. There, There's things I found that go back as far as 400 or 300 BC. Um, ancient, ancient Greeks would use this not only as a cleansing stone, they would put it in their water and they would... Um, try to heal with it but they also used it as almost a status symbol mm. um because it looked very regal and yeah. and to them it was even more beautiful than gold yeah because the sun would shine through it and um it had that that iced tea look which it is does. there's, yeah, there's no better way <laughs> um it was kind of while it was bright and and warm but at the same time it had like that crystal coolness mm-hmm. that you get from mm-hmm. stuff like that it was very highly coveted and you know, you were the bitch if you were wearing some citrine jewelry back then. <laughs> you were the bitch. And that's also a society that very highly revered cleanliness. Yeah. You know, yeah. they um they very, very highly revered cleanliness. And that was even at that time being considered a cleansing stone. So you were a clean, fancy bitch. Mm. Uh, speaking of cleansing, you can use this in a bath. And I thought this sounded... So nice. Oh, I'm already intrigued. Listen here, bath queen. Listen to this. Get yourself a chunk of, preferably in this case, natural citrine. Yeah. Because it's going to work a little bit. It's going to not be so susceptible. Because some stones are a little susceptible to water and it can make them kind of brittle. But you just fill your bath like you normally would and you put the citrine in it. And you give it a little while to infuse it with this like happiness and this warmth it's really good for if you are going through that time of being down because a bath is so submerging it's so encompassing sometimes when i have a a stone and i'm wearing it on a necklace i feel very localized area of of whatever the stone's supposed to do but if you're infusing your water with it and taking a dunk you're like tip to tails 
Yeah, and I feel like, too, it's in this warm thing, and the warmth just, like, amplifies yeah. the power. Yeah, and it just, it's it's very happy in a warm bath. Um, scalding hot's not great for it. That's be warm. great for me. <laughs> it's great for my body. I, I do it. love a hot bath. I will get out and my skin will be red. Pink! Oh yes. Oh, God. So a little bit of care is to not charge this one in the sun, which was seemed counterintuitive to me because it's a sunstone yeah and it seems like it would like love to be in the uh, sun but it can actually fade its coloring and we're not into that Uh, a better choice is to use selenite it works really well with selenite and that one you just wave over it like a (laughs) wand and just does magic i really do i have that wand shape selenite chunk and i swear i'm so lazy i just i'm like over all my stones yeah. <laughs> i'm like they're clean they're good to, to go but it's really really good with selenite because they're both very similar in the fact that um you don't have to to cleanse them uh and then the selenite is also charging so mm-hmm. if you put a citrine next to a, um, a, a selenite chunk not only are, are you getting it you don't have to cleanse it but now you don't even have to charge it yeah and i'm about some hands-off shit <laughs> <laughs> um and it will cleanse your other stones as well. So, uh, And then the affirmation for this, if you are going to do some work with citrine, if you're doing some meditation, or if you're taking that sweet dope-ass bath that's been charged with your citrine water, your affirmation is, I am filled with light and happiness. Which is just this... Short and sweet. This stone down to a T. Tell me, Charlie. Macy. We're going to be doing something for the next 30 days. You guys, we talked about this so long ago. Macy and I will be doing the 30-day Magical Roots Challenge from Plentiful Earth. And I am so excited about this. I could scream. It is going to be very exciting. I think I need it right now. I think it'll be a great transition into wintertime to not just flake out and die. (laughs) It'll keep me spiritually engaged. That's something I want to point out. This is called like the the back to your roots challenge. Yeah. But it's also good for beginners. You mm-hmm. know, you don't ha- necessarily have to have deep root. We don't have deep roots. No, yet. no, you don't. And they're very basic mm-hmm. uh, everyday things that you can do to get you back on like a good kind of spiritual yeah. path. If it's something you've never done before and you maybe haven't like I've never actually casted a circle. I haven't either. I've never done it. I don't feel the need to. I feel that my what I do to create my sacred space, I feel like that is Yeah, I kind of cast me. a circle in my own weird way. Exactly. But that's one of the challenges here. Yeah, so and we I'm can excited actually about that. it'll push us, it'll force us to get out of our comfort zone. And if you are a decades old witch, you know, you've been at that, you've been in the game for a minute, then this could maybe return you to some of the stuff that you haven't thought about in a long time. Yeah, like I mean, hell, one of the days is just grounding. Yeah. So what we're going to take some liberties with this challenge and we're actually going to do we're going to do three a week, basically. Yeah. And we will be updating you with how they went. Um, and for our first week, here's what we have to do and journal about and, and talk to each other about. We're going to have divination. Which I need to reconnect with my runes again. It's been a long time. You know what? I haven't done it in, a, in so long. And that's what I started out with. Yeah. And I it's know, like, where too. did that go? I know. Day two is grounding. I love a good ground session. And day three is centering and breath work. I love breath work. Oh, yeah. Breath work is something I, I need to uh, focus on. We'll update you guys with how that's going. And over on Patreon, we're going to talk with those guys as well. And we'll be able to give you guys little snippets of, of what they say and how they do breath yeah, work and how they fun. ground. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a good way to reconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like homework. 
It is a lot like homework. It's like witchy homework. Yeah. That's very, yeah. I like it. It reminds me of being in college again, and it's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three days a week classes. Like it's, <laughs> you got to show up. You got to do your work. I'm, I'm going to do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> That's I, how I'm going to do I think I will, it. too. At least one. My big spiritual days are Sundays. Mm. And it's because I wake up Sunday morning mm-hmm. and just bring up the and sun. And just be by yourself. Yeah, and I'll just go outside yeah. and walk around barefoot and... Pick up firewood naked. Yeah. <laughs> and then he wakes up a little early and sees and you. And then sees me. And, and is then, perturbed. And then walks inside again. Okay. <laughs> shaking his head probably. <laughs> when it's easy like this, because it, it starts off easy, like with the breath work and the grounding. Yeah. These things take a very quick amount of time. I might try to do those every day. If you want to follow along with us, please let us know uh, how, how your weekly homework is going. Macy! <laughs> Yes! We got another review. I love. Hit me with that beautiful review footage. I love. <laughs> it was from, and I love this name, uh, Luna Muna. Luna Muna. Luna Muna. That is too cute. And I love this. This is a great review. <laughs> yeah. Charlie and Macy are a kick in the pants to listen to. <laughs> I love that saying. Kick in the pants. I'm a solo practitioner at the moment, but their podcast gives me the coven feeling I miss so much. I look forward to every podcast. Thank you, Luna Muna. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for saying we're a kick in the pants. That is great. (laughs) I love being a kick in the pants. I need a kick in the pants. Did you know, Charlie? Tell me. That we're on Instagram. Holy shit. It's nose to me. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like Snape. It's no summer. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, we're on Instagram. You can find us there at Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. Yeah. Twitter at Bitch Hour. Mm-hmm. Facebook at Witch Amateur Hour. Again, I highly recommend y'all ask to join the group because it's a lot of fun. It is. Great memes. There is so many good memes and people post uh, their pictures of like their altars. Yeah. And then like people... Do some really wicked art. Oh, like. my gosh. Yeah, the uh, Cheyenne yes. is always posting her gorgeous mandalas on there. They're that so beautiful. make me jealous. I'm, a, I'm an advocate for handwritten letters. So mm-hmm. if anyone wants to send us a letter or any, I don't care, articles, anything they find interesting, we actually have a P.O. Box. P.O. Box 865. Oh. Yeah, and it's Canton, Texas. Canton. C-A-N-T-O-N. Texas. Uh, zip 75103. Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash WBAH podcast. Thanks for the consideration. And uh, there's also a new group. This is for you Patreon supporters. Uh, $5 plus donors uh, have access now to a, a secret group. And we're going to start doing at least monthly. Yes. Facebook live videos or like chats with you guys. Yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll set the date ahead of time so everybody can settle in and kind of hang out with y'all and, yeah. you know, real time answer questions or just chat. Okay. Well, listen, let's actually, let's go for a real closer because our last couple of ones we've just. We are, I'm getting lazy. I we know. meandered away. Into nothing. And we talked about uh, Portlandia and God, then Portlandia. we just ended it. <laughs> I think we're done here. I think we've said all we needed to say. I think we've done a lot of talking. Yes. Um, Tune in next time, guys, for our 30-day Back to Your Roots Magical Challenge. Yeah! We need to stop. Let's go. Bye.
did flay them more than great. They're great. Oh, good. <laughs>